Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 20th. The time is about 11.30. Ready and NBC does conduct Zoom conferences every day. For those people who are listening to this podcast radio under the media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hands. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Karthik? Hey, hi, sir. Uh, this is Karthik. Uh, uh, I have a question about my uh, I-140 and uh, changing of employers. I have an I-140 approved with priority date on EB3 February 2018 um, and uh, with employer A and uh, I'm considering to basically move to employer B, uh, which might not immediately process my GC processing immediately, right? Uh, and even though if they do, it might take about a year at least to get the firm and two everything. Years. Two years. So, oh, two years? Okay. So uh, if I get the, since uh, most of us are anticipating the GC processing might, uh, filing dates might move in the EB3 category in the next three months or so. Uh, do you recommend me changing the employer at this point? If, or- I, were, if I were you, I would not change your employer right now, sir. Okay. So uh, I heard that uh, even if we move the employer, the old employer, if he's willing to file, can they still file my I-485 while I am with the new employer? Or it's, it it's like doing a new chicken. Uh, you're eating it one home and laying eggs at somewhere and then he's going to keep <laughs> feeding you after that. Well, it's up to him if he continues to feeding it. But you have oh. to check with him that you're going to lay eggs somewhere and then he's going to keep feeding you. You have to check with him though. If he's willing to, okay. But at this point of time, I wouldn't suggest you to move. That's a very dangerous, unnecessary, unprecedented. I I, I would not do it. Next person, please. Right. Okay, thank you, sir. Nathan. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for the call. So I I have a applied EB two with um, uh, two thousand sixteen as priority date with the current employer. If I go to a different employer with EB3, um, can I retain the same priority date, 2016? Yes, you can. Yes, and you can. and uh, whichever comes first, like the current, can I choose like EB2 or EB3? Right. So if so, your current employer is not going to downgrade it? I don't want to downgrade. Just I would like to keep like EB2 and EB3. With the different but the, but so, is your when you downgrade doesn't mean that you lose the old one. You will have both the things. So I will have both the EB two and EB three. That is right. But is your employer, current employer, willing to do it or not? Uh, 
I haven't asked that. I can check with them. But if they are okay, I can downgrade and uh, uh, it will be in uh, um, like EB2 through and EB3 both, you mean, right? That is right, sir. That is right, sir. And uh, also, if I apply for EB1 with another employer, then that can be happen also, right? EB2, EB3, EB1. I can have anything under whichever comes first, I can take. Do you speak Hindi? No, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know indeed, but I was trying to ask like the three I know, but, but the like question, the, I know, but the question that you, you know, I have to tell this in Hindi. Gabbar Singh, koi bakra ka bachi nahi hai, jo chaya pakde, okay? EB1 is not that easy. So you need to try to find out what an EB1 is before you can go into the daydreams, okay? Okay, but, but that's it's a chance I can do all the three at the three employer and uh, whichever comes first, I can take something like that. You can, if you want to. But if you're oh, living you. in EB1, I would say that in not knowing what it is, that's daydreaming, okay? It's like I dream, dream sometimes, okay, somewhere from the sky, the whole mountain of cash of $10 trillion falls on my head. Next person, please. Reshma? Uh, hi, Rahul Reddy. Uh, thanks for yes. taking call. Uh, hi, I have a question. So we are planning to travel India end of this month uh, with my, like uh, me, me and my kid and my wife. So my kid is just one year old. So uh, I have a H1B Dropbox interview in Delhi. So um, the question is like, uh, there is a required documents list. Uh, one is the one document is employment letter specifying why the applicant qualify for a national interest exception or proof of relationship that the applicant is not subject to the PP. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, what is this document? Actually, uh, other than this document, I have everything, but uh, I am not understanding. Okay, you, you have a son who is a US citizen, is it right? Uh -huh. Yes. The birth certificate. Of your son. Okay. That's Just it. that quick. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. You don't you don't need to provide any letter or anything like that. That's it. Next person, please. Bupesh. Rahul. Um, EB2 2010 November. Uh, my wife got a fingerprints appointment almost two months ago, but I haven't received any document so far. Are you on H4 visa? No, H1. Both are on both of us are on H4, H1. Did you did you ever had a H4 visa? No, never. Okay. My wife had H4 stamping from okay, India. Okay, let's do I got it. But then your wife got the interview. Well, when is the interview though? The biometrics? Uh it's it was on June 4th. I we have sent people together and they have taken the interview biometrics of the husband, suppose also though. So if you want, you can go there and try. It may be a failure, you can go and try, but other than that, nothing can be done right now. Oh, so just go to the field office and show my wife's appointment letter. See, try it if it works out. Oh, okay. Take your 45 receipt notice also. If that doesn't, okay. uh, check with Emma to make sure that you didn't miss out, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Emma, I tried with Emma, live chat, but I, I got the standard response. What is the response? COVID. 
Uh, I forgot that. It was oh, while got ago. It, got it. Okay, I got yeah. it. Due to COVID. Yeah, try yeah. what I said to you. If it works, that works. If it doesn't, nothing can be done. Oh, okay. Next person. Sure. GB? GB? Hello, sir. Uh, hi. Go ahead, GB. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, I had my uh, I-140 amendment being done because my company was acquired by another company. And I had a consultation with Rebecca. I could not find your time. So I had consultation with Rebecca also. But uh, acquisition happening. And uh, also, I relocated. They filed my form with the end client location, original form in 2013. And now I'm working for a different uh, client and location though. And uh, Rebecca had reviewed my case and then said that uh, it has to be start over. Form has to start over. Uh, that might not work. I mean, my company does not do, it's a big organization and they don't, uh, currently they stopped doing a poem and I don't know if they make an exception and going to do it. But uh, that was the consultation I had and she said, there is no other co only start to work with the poem. Uh, that was the consultation, but now I have another concern too. She also said that with I-140 amendment with success has been filed, they did not do any change. They used old client location, old address and everything. Uh, they just did success of interest as an 140 amendment. And she said, I'll probably get an RFE on that 140 itself. So I'm more worried right now if uh, my uh, amendment being filed is going to be uh, rejected and I lose. So did they, did they, did they file the amendment? Yes, sir. They filed the amendment in March. They okay. did not. So, so, so your question is, if they file an amendment, will you lose the old priority date? Is that your question? Yeah. If, if they, uh, she said that I, I'll probably get an RFE for that one. I got the point. So what is your concern right now? Concern is uh, I, I lose my 140 itself. And that takes away my privilege of even extending my H1B beyond six years. Which no, I no, it, it does not take your I-140. You'll still keep to, your I-140 when it's approved, it's proper. Unless there is any fraudulent activity, the I-140, you can still use it to extend the H1B. But uh, it was like a request to withdraw, so intent to withdraw, so or, uh, because it was, they said they should not use the end client location for some reason my employer used that is not the right way to do it. And if an RFE comes, that might have to be withdrawn or so. So that loses you withdraw one. the current. You withdraw the current one. You don't withdraw the other one, though. And if you and there's another defensive step, if you want to, if the RFE comes in, you can withdraw the previous I-140 without them revoking it. Okay, so they can withdraw the amendment or even the previous 140 without revoking it. Right. Without them, USCIS coming and revoking it. If you get an RFE on this one, you can revoke, you can withdraw the previous one. Okay. So, uh, and uh, my employer let's do, was... Let's, let's do JB. If Rebecca, you have spoken with Rebecca and that's going to be a little bit complex. We cannot address this in the one minute. Okay. She is okay. a good lawyer. That's all I can tell. She's much better than me. Next person, please. So it's a very lengthy issue. We can't go through in this sure. one, two minutes. Yeah. Varsha. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, thanks for this call. Uh, so this is regarding my H4 and H4 EAD. 
So I've applied for my uh, renewal in last year, July 27th. So it's been a year since I've uh, sent, applied for this and I got my H4 approval 40 days ago. However, my EAD is still pending. So I'm just curious to know if you So did you say you filed both H4 and EAD together? Yes, they've been filed together. Uh, there's nothing I can do for you. You just have to raise a service request. Um, at the same time, contact the ombudsman's office. I'm sorry, could you say that again? Ombudsman's office, USCIS, Ombudsman's office. I'm going to give a link to you in, the, in there. You can contact the Ombudsman's office. They'll be of help to you. Okay. Sure. And is this common? Like, does it, uh, any idea, like, is there a reason? That it's, definitely, it's definitely not common, mm -hmm. but it's not like we have never, we did hear these things. Okay. But it's not common. Okay. So I just okay. reached out to them and they would uh, just suggest uh, what's going to happen next. Or like, should I be raising some kind of a request? With Raise service request and contact the ombudsman that I'm giving. Okay. Um, sure. Gayatri, can you pass to everybody that one? Sure. Rahul. Next person, please. Thank you. Srinivas? Srinivas? Uh, hi, sir. Hi, my name is uh, Srinivas. Uh, sir, uh, I have a question on uh, my H-1B. Uh, actually, uh, initially I was on uh, H-1B. My H-1B uh, approved till 21 uh, January. But uh, during uh, pandemic last year in April, I lost the job. And uh, I applied a change of status to H-4 as my spouse is working on H-1. Uh, in June... Uh, wait, 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 wait. When did you lose the job? Uh, in April. When was your I-94 expiring? Uh, my I-94 expiring is uh, January 21. When did you apply for H-4? Uh, H-4 I applied in June. Okay, you lost the job in June. You applied in June. Okay, keep uh, going. Uh, I, I lost in April and I applied in the June. I tried for other opportunities. Okay, within, so within 60 days you filed it? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, keep going. I, I, I applied H4 and uh, I applied H4 EAD in October uh, and uh, later I got an opportunity and uh, uh, my employer filed H1B on uh, December 2020. Uh, initially, they applied on uh, normal processing and uh, I got RFE on H1B and uh, while uh, answering RFE converted into premium processing. And uh, my H-1B approved on uh, uh, July Council. 1st. Council processing? Uh, no, he told me it is a change of status. But is it they approved applied. with the I-94? They applied in, uh, it's approved in I-94? Yes, sir. It is approved oh. in I-94. So what is, what, is the, what is the question right now? What is the question is, I uh, the H-1, uh, my EAD approved in the May itself before approval of H4 and uh, uh, H1 is approved on July 1st and later uh, a week days uh, later July 7th my H4 is approved. I okay. didn't get a chance to withdraw my H4. Okay uh, what is the question I got the point what is the question now? Uh, my question is what is my status either I can use my H1B or uh, uh, 
if i can you able to use my h1 it's can called... i able to withdraw my h4 no 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 right now you are in h4 visa because it's called last action rule so okay. you are in h4 and you have an ead you can work but okay. if you want to switch to h1 okay there are two things that you can do you can okay. spend thousands of dollars on us we'll file a change of status again and get it okay. approved there's another okay. way you can do you okay. take, you can t- you can instead of spending the money on us you can take okay. your wife uh-huh. you go to mexico okay have a lot of tequilas okay and you come back okay and when you come back you tell them i'm coming back on h1b that's it and you don't need to have a stamping it's called automatic revalidation even though you don't okay. have a stamping of h1b you can come back okay i'll give the link to you what automatic revalidation is okay 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 sir yeah i you haven't keep, used i haven't you can, used my you can, ead yet you ED can yet. Uh, yeah you can use the uh you can you can use automatic revalidation to keep going and coming every every week you can change h1 to h4 h4 to h1 you can do that okay. without going to uscis okay i'm going to send you a link gayatri is going to give it to you next person okay. please okay thank you sir wana ramayya hello mr rahul reddy uh, thank you so much for your time and all the help you do it's been very helpful so far uh, give me give me one second my my things are going to only one particular diagnostics can you get those things uh, um uh, gayatri something there's something wrong in the links when i'm sending it though okay i have not let me see if i can oh i i i see that right now i don't know i'm sending it to one particular private person i don't know why Okay, I send it. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, ma'am, you go ahead. Sorry, ma'am, you go ahead. Okay, she has... Vanna uh, Ramaya? Yes. Uh, thank you for your time, Mr. Rahul Reddy. Um, it's been very helpful. Uh, my question is on uh, the inter-filing medical exam. Uh, so I was looking at your website and the link that you provided. So in the cover letter, we just have to provide our I-485 number and... inter on the a, uh, the a number and nothing else is needed for it for receipt notice also okay just just these two and yeah. where would i find the uh, the surgeon details and all it's not in the link so i thought i can just what details it. you need the the doctor's information where we can go and oh which doctor you need to go to get the medicals right okay it's there at the, you you can google it out but i'll give you the link sure I'm going to give it to you. Go ahead. Sure, with the next person. Thank you. I'll send yeah, I'll give you the link in there. In Thank there. you. So next much. person please. Thank you. Hamsa? Ah, uh, hello sir. This is uh, Hamsa's husband. I'm Ram. Mm-hmm. Sir, my question is um I did my masters there and my uh, I140 is approved in 2016. um mm-hmm. i got multiple extensions of my h1 uh, uh, up till 2019 for some family reasons i had to come back to india in 2019 now mm-hmm. i'm ready to go back and work uh, in the us uh, can i get a h1 uh, without a client letter um extension without a client letter that's my question sir do you have a job uh we have in house projects with my company 
Mm, uh, I don't trust. I don't. I don't trust the in-house project. I consider them as fraud. Okay, sir. So finding a project is the only option which I can use and get that letter and then extension, sir. That's right. Okay, sir. And you can you can do one thing. You can start working while you're in India, though. I've been trying to. Oh, you got muted out. Well, I'm. You, you can you can start working there while you're in India. You don't need H one B start start working. So once you start working, you can get H one B and come back into the country, sir. You can come back any time. Next person, please. Sunil. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, this is Sunil. Uh, I have a question regarding my I one forty. With my previous employer. priority date was december 2017 and it was withdrawn after 180 days so right now i am working with company b so i don't think it will be applied from immediately so my previous employer said that so they are going to reinstate uh, my i140 so it okay. should be like again it should go from perm or it should be like only i140 only i140 Okay, so question is like, if they uh, if they uh, reinstate, so do I need to be uh, on their payroll? Is that compulsory? It's not compulsory, but it depends on the ability to pay. If the company has the ability to pay, then that's fine. If the company doesn't have the ability to pay, then it's not fine. Ability oh, to okay. means because you're not working for the company, will you have? will they have enough money to pay the salary so they can show with the profits but if what if they have 10 people like you then it must be a million dollars so that is the point that need to be there if the company is big enough the profits are good enough then you don't have a problem you're good okay got you so i um, have one more question regarding uh, so while while uh, playing my i140 in premium can i downgrade from eb2 to eb3 and apply i485 If the file in dates are uh, yes, you current, yes, okay. You Got you. Got you. Next person. Thank you. Pradeep. Uh, hi, Mr. Rahul Reddy. Uh, this is Pradeep here. You know, one of my colleagues, you know, means uh, my employer filed my uh, uh, labor form on uh, 2019 January. Uh, in 2019, uh, and, and I think uh, sorry, 2020 January. Uh, in month of July and August, I got the audit. Actually, it was a random mm-hmm. pick. Actually, they answered mm-hmm. my uh, uh, answered the uh, query. Actually, means audit, audit query. But later on, it went to to supervise audit query, and mm-hmm. uh, and they answered the super. They they went through all process for supervise audit query, and they answered in the month of May. But uh, till now, I haven't got May, approval. May of which year? This year, 2021. Yeah, that's a little bit too quick for supervised. audit to get a result so do we have any timeline uh, when we can eat can i can't it? remember it but it definitely uh, it will take anywhere I, i it's going to be long i can't tell though but it's too quick may to right now is too quick that's all i can tell uh, can we make a service request something we, any, we have any option like that no that's too quick to make a service request oh. okay oh. next person please sai Hello. Yes, go ahead. Uh, hello, sir. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, good. All right, sir. Sir, I got my green card uh, last year, 
And mm-hmm. prior to that, uh, my wife and myself both got the green card. Prior to that, um, there was a H-4 application was applied for my wife. And uh, it was more than a year or like 14, 15 months, if I'm not wrong. And suddenly I got a message saying that it has got rejected <laughs> or denied. You know, okay. Uh, is that uh, is that is there any action I need to take on that? No, you're good. Don't worry about it. Okay. You don't and, worry about it. You're good. Okay. And I have one more question on this. Uh, in sometime like four or five years before, my brother did apply for an I-30. He's a citizen of the United States. And that said, uh, that application is still pending. Uh, is it worth uh, keeping it there or just to uh, draw it back? We draw it because, yeah, at least some... They will not adjudicate it. They will adjudicate somebody else because you don't need it. You got a green card, so you don't need that. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, USCIS will temp- spend time on unnecessary things like this, approving okay. or denying the H-4 after one and a half year. You know, I, I don't know where they come up, how they come up with these kind of things, though. So, yeah, we draw it. That's better. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Jaipal ready. Hi, Rahul Reddy. So this is Jaipal. So, so I applied for green card in EV-1B and I received my green card. Uh, but uh, my wife application is in still process and the, uh, the USAS and she didn't get any uh, biometrics yet. So my question is, so because I already got my green card and my wife is a dependent, can I change my job now? Absolutely, you can. So the second thing is, if I change job, maybe I'll, I'll change the uh, city as well. So is that okay with my wife application? That's fine. You can yes, you can now you can now become a lawyer like me. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO, or you can just sit at home and do nothing, and your wife will still get the green card, sir. Okay. So I mean, sorry, some other questions. So because um, before I get my green card, I applied for H one. And like same H four for my wife. In that H four is still processes. I, I can. No, she, she's yeah, she's not eligible for H four now. So do I need to withdraw? Or they they they'll do automatically. You can wait. You you can wait. That's up to you. I would withdraw it because just keep a less load on the USCIS. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Next next person, please. Krishna. Yeah. Hi, Rahul Reddy. Yep. Thank you for your time. So quick uh, question I have is uh, I have uh, filed in uh, for my GC in October uh, mm-hmm. last year, 2020. And uh, mm-hmm. I just got my EAD uh, this month around uh, just uh, one and a half weeks back. So um, that being said, my question is um, I have a, a full-time offer. Uh, I would. Uh, Did you file a downgrade application? No, I did not. It's a straight EB2 uh, application. Take it. take it, take it. Go with the 485J supplement. Go take it. Okay, okay, okay. And one more question I have on that is, does it help? I have been hearing about, I mean, again, it might be rumor, but I've been hearing about, uh, you know, a lot of green cards might be given away before October. Does it help mm-hmm. to wait until October and then move on after that? Or does it really, it, it doesn't it's really? Normal. It, it, it really doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Um, and that 485J has to be filed along with the hedge fund transfer or because the, the other companies- Why do you need hedge fund transfer? They they are saying that they want to do a underlying hedge fund transfer as well. They don't want to just take it, take me on an EAD. Uh, uh, just to somebody's, be making, 
somebody is making money <laughs> okay <laughs> that's fine that is okay too right and h1 transfer any issues with that doesn't have any implications on the gc anyways no sir okay okay perfect thank you thank you so much yep i'll take the last two callers guys it's almost 12 o'clock go ahead siddhant yeah hi rahul quick question uh, i've got my eb2 to eb3 down date october filing got my ead uh, ap uh, what about i140 i140 is also approved it got approved just now i think 3 weeks back and uh, now two questions i haven't received my biometric or medical uh, my final election date is current now it is june 2030 um, uh, can i switch the job now you can with 485j right yeah mm-hmm. just, like no, no just like the other guy no okay, just like the other guy okay because one like the previous guy okay the second question is that uh, i applied for my daughter my wife and myself my wife also got a ead and the ap uh, my daughter's the situation was when i filed in october it was a minor passport the passport got renewed in january um, anything i need to do for that or no. they will send rfp no they will not send anything um, it's okay you don't have to do anything you're fine by if by uh, any chance when they send rfp for your daughter's medical though just include uh, the new passport copy okay to include the new passport but nothing else is required right for daughter. nothing else is required nothing okay else and is and with 485j i can switch the job now itself because 140 is approved only for four weeks back that's okay that is right sir you don't have to wait 180 days after i140 is approved the last call for today and Thanks, before sir. i go uh, we do have a session today uh at um uh, 5 o'clock central time 6 eastern time uh we do also have a special session on thursday we're going to have the first ombudsman of the uscis appointed by the president of united states of america president bush he was the first uscis ombudsman we're going to have a guest speaker on facebook and youtube at 5 pm central time on thursday the last caller today Jitender Hello Hi Rahul um I actually want to state the context first before I get to my question um I recently got a new job at uh, company B and my H1 transfer is also approved I'm actually having I'm currently having issues with my current employer at company A um I did not move to the new new company B yet but according to my current company A's employment agreement I have to pay back the immigration GC and uh, any GC expenses if I leave within 12 months of them spending money on my visa related expenses. Company A filed my first H1B last year and it got approved on 23rd of July of 2020 out of which I paid the H1B premium fees. And uh, this year they filed my perm case uh, yesterday itself and um, they will update and they said they will update me on my perm label of labor approval whenever that may be. so uh, i submitted my resignation today at my current employer and they were asking me 30000 uh, my question is how much did they probably have to spend on my firm since they just started it yesterday they just filed it yesterday excluding first any thing, uh, first thing is that no money can be asked for the h1b expenditure if the premium processing is your option you can pay no money can be asked for the legal fees no money can be asked for the filing fees 
No money can be asked for the labor certification, though. No money can be asked. If they do, though, there is something called, I want you to note it down, called WH4 form. Okay? WH4 form. Uh, I will give you the link of that. Okay. Uh, W4, not WH4, sorry. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, it is WH4, sorry. I was okay. wrong. What I want you to do is that fill this one. Okay. One second. Fill this form. Mm -hmm. And and you request money back from them, anything you want to. Tell okay. them, I'm going to file this form. All right. Normally, they will come to Nice. Okay. Um, so... I just wanted to clarify. So uh, I'm not even supposed to be paying uh, any firm initiation fees or something like that to them, right? Because mm -hmm. they just did yesterday. No, even if even if they did it after after you, they cannot collect any money for the labor certification period. Okay. Okay. Even if it's after one month, two months, they cannot still. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are they legally? And also, they were, uh, uh, I believe, a company is legally bound to give experience letters and leaving letters, correct? There um, are some alternatives. Yeah. If, you, if you don't have experience letters, there are some alternatives. I'm going to send a link of that to you if you okay. want to uh, look into it, okay? Yes, please. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, for everybody, just hold on for a minute, Gayatri, don't close it. I need to give the links to this guy. If you don't have experience letters, you can still get it. Okay. And if you want to report the abuse of this company that looks to be going too far, okay? I uh, do have email proof that they were asking me $30,000. Um, yeah, I will. You can even follow this link that I'm sending it to you. But the WH4 is what they really get scared of. Believe me, if we get a letter, even if we don't owe the money, the guy asks for money. We tell the employer, just pay the guy the money. <laughs> Otherwise, my legal fees will be more. That's what we tell. Okay. Okay? Right. Okay. You. Did you get the links? Uh, yes, actually. Okay. I'm going to leave Gayatri. Open the meeting for one or two minutes until these guys download the links. Thank sure. you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.